worry about anything but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus, Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Thanks for joining us today. This is the Hour of Intercession. I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. We invite you to look with us in the Word of God to begin with in the book of Psalms, Psalm 23, beginning at verse 1. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams. He renews my strength. He guides me along right paths, bringing honor to his name. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid, for you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. You honor me by anointing my head with oil. My cup overflows with blessings. Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life, and I will live in the house of the Lord forever. All of Psalm 23. And then looking in the book of Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 11, verses 1 to 12. Again, Hebrews 11, verses 1 to 12. Faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. Through their faith, the people in days of old earned a good reputation. By faith, we understand that the entire universe was formed at God's command, that what we now see did not come from anything that can be seen. It was by faith that Abel brought a more acceptable offering to God than Cain did. Abel's offering gave evidence that he was a righteous man, and God showed his approval of his gifts. Although Abel is long dead, he still speaks to us by his example of faith. It was by faith that Enoch was taken up to heaven without dying. He disappeared because God took him. For before he was taken up, he was known as a person who pleased God. And it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. It was by faith that Noah built a large boat to save his family from the flood. He obeyed God, who warned him about things that had never happened before. By his faith, Noah condemned the rest of the world, and he received the righteousness that comes by faith. It was by faith that Abraham obeyed when God called him to leave home and go to another land that God would give him as his inheritance. He went without knowing where he was going. And even when he reached the land God promised him, he lived there by faith, for he was like a foreigner living in tents. And so did Isaac and Jacob, who inherited the same promise. Abraham was confidently looking forward to a city with eternal foundations, a city designed and built by God. It was by faith that even Sarah was able to have a child, though she was barren and was too old. She believed that God would keep his promise. And as a whole nation came, and excuse me, and so a whole nation came from this one man who was as good as dead. A nation with so many people that, like the stars in the sky and the sand on the seashore, there's no way to count them. 
verses 1 through 12, through 12, Hebrews chapter 11. Father, thank you once again for your word, uh, which is full of wisdom, full of grace, full of power, but your word, which also is a word of faith. Your word is a book that teaches us how to listen to your word and obey it and trust it. Help us to know, Lord, that as we read and meditate on your word, with every passing day, more and more our faith will grow and develop and become stronger and stronger and stronger. Help us to be wise enough to make it our goal to continue to develop our faith with every passing day so that we can become even more pleasing to you as we live, move, and walk and see and function completely by faith. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thank you again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Again, I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. Our producer is Isaac Jackson, and we appreciate you being a part of our listening family. Again, your ongoing prayers for this ministry are very much desired. Uh, Just a reminder, my email is joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. And if you'd like to get... Uh, copies of some of the prayer tools or articles that we share. We're glad to share them. That's a part of what they're for. Tools meant to help you to do uh, to, to grow strong spiritually in your own walk with the Lord, but also tools to help you disciple your own family and help to strengthen and encourage your own family in their walk with the Lord. But in addition to all that, we're also encouraging you to get copies of items, articles, tools that we share to pass them on to others to do both evangelism and discipleship. And, you know, keep this in mind. Every believer in the world can use help, strength, and encouragement in their prayer life. Every single one. Why is that true? Well, prayer, of course, is a a spiritual gift and skill that all of us are wise to be sharpening all of our life long. And there's so many things God is ready to do through people who take prayer seriously. Keep in mind as... As one minister said, when we work, we work. But when we pray, God works. How wise it is for us to be people who live lives given to prayer, where we pray and seek God's help, his wisdom, his guidance, his grace in all circumstances. And may we continually grow to be wise enough to saturate our lives in prayer. Father, thank you for the opportunity we have of being able to pray every day and be able to live a lifestyle of prayer. You taught us and you told us in your word to pray without ceasing. More and more, Father, teach us and empower us to do just that in our lives. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Well, today we're uh, encouraging you and we're wanting to invite you to focus on the topic similar to yesterday's broadcast, Living a Life of Great Expectations, Part 2. And so we're continuing to encourage you to Understand that, you know, when we pray, God desires that we pray with full expectation that he will hear and answer our every prayer. And so keep in mind, it takes the grace of God to do that. And also the word of God tells us in the book of Romans, chapter 10, verse 17, it says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. How important it is that we're believers who are seeking to strengthen that faith every single day. Again, again, Romans 10, 17 Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So we're wise to be in the Word of God every day for many reasons, but one of those reasons is to build and to strengthen and to develop our faith more and more every single day. So very important for us to be in God's Word. And 
you know, on a pretty regular basis on the broadcast, we encourage believers to set a reading goal of reading at least three chapters in your Bible every single day. Remember, that's a good basic spiritual meal, three chapters. It might be three three chapters that, that are three different chapters, but keep in mind, reading the same chapter three times over is very wise, very productive, and a very good thing to do as well. Keep in mind when you read and read it again a second time and read it a third time, think of it this way as the Word of God is soaking deeper and deeper into your heart and your mind. It's ministering, it's blessing, it's edifying, it's strengthening, it's encouraging you. So time in the Word of God every day is very important. Of all the things you'll do today, one of, if not the most important thing you'll do today is spend time in the Word of God. When you're doing that, you're spending time one-on-one with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And remember this, the Lord Jesus will spend as much time with you as you will spend with him. If you decide you're going to go beyond three chapters and read four chapters or five or ten or whatever number, or you're going to spend an hour in the Word of God or more, remember Jesus will spend every moment of that time with you. And remember, as you're reading and meditating on Scripture, your faith is growing. It is developing. And remember, it's important that we seek to pray as well as speak the Word of God with great expectation that God will hear and answer our prayers. Keep in mind, God's Word is powerful. It's full of grace. It's full of wisdom. It's full of mercy. It's full of encouragement. And it's important to know, too, the most powerful weapon in all of the universe is the Word of God. And so God wants us to be using this weapon every day because like it or not, we're dealing with warfare every day. We're dealing with spiritual warfare absolutely every day of our lives. Some days the warfare is more intense than others, but we're needing to know how to put our faith to work because we're ne- we need to know how to put our faith to work in every circumstance, in every situation in our life. In the book of Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 55, a powerful chapter. Let me share that with you. In Isaiah chapter 55, beginning at verse 1. Is anyone thirsty? Come and drink. Even if you have no money, come take your choice of wine or milk. It's all free. Why spend your money on food that does not give you strength? Why pay for food that does you no good? That does you no good. Listen to me and you will eat what is good. You will enjoy the finest food. Come to me with your ears wide open. Listen and you will find life. I will make an everlasting covenant with you. I will, I will give you all the unfailing love I promised to David. See how I used, used him to display my power among the peoples. I made him a leader among the nations. You also will command nations you do not know. And peoples unknown to you will come running to obey. Because I, the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, have made you glorious. Seek the Lord while you can find him. Call on him now while he is near. Let the wicked change their ways and banish the very thought of doing wrong. Let them turn to the Lord that he may have mercy on them. Yes, turn to our God for he will forgive generously. My thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord. And my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. The rain and snow come down from the heavens 
and stay on the ground to water the earth. They cause the grain to grow, producing seed for the farmer and bread for the hungry. It is the same with my word. I send it out and it always produces fruit. It will accomplish all I want it to, and it will prosper everywhere I send it. You will live in joy and peace. The mountains and hills will burst into song, and the trees of the field will clap their hands. Where once there were thorns, cypress trees will grow. Where nettles grew, myrtles will sprint, excuse me, myrtles will sprout up. These events will bring great honor to the Lord's name. They will be an everlasting sign of his power and love. Verses 1 through 13, all of Isaiah chapter 55. Father, thank you, Lord, for the fact that your word will not return to you void, but it will accomplish the thing into which you sent it. Thank you, Lord, for the fact that your word is the sword of the Spirit, the most powerful weapon in all of the universe. Help us to be wise enough to put your word to work mightily every day of our lives. And more and more empower us by your grace, your mercy, your wisdom, and your knowledge to be a people that pray with great expectation, that believe with great expectation, who speak your word with great expectation that you will always, always, always keep your word. Lord, thank you, Lord, for the truth and the fact that you're in the business of fulfilling your word. Help us to know that, to believe that, and to function that way each and every day. We thank you, Lord, and we praise you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Again, you're listening to the Hour of Intercession as today we're looking at the topic Living a Life of Great Expectation, Part 2, as we talked about it on the last broadcast and we're picking up where we left off. On a pretty regular basis, we do encourage believers to pray Psalm 91 every single day. And of course, if you'd like to get a copy of Psalm 91, simply email us, joseph at afr.net. We'll be glad to send you a copy. But we're encouraging you to pray it every single day. Why? because it's a wonderful weapon to use every single day. And we'll talk more about that on the other side of the break. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession as we're looking today at the topic, Living a Life of Great Expectation, Part 2. We'll be right back. You gave me the stars, put them out of my reach Call me the waters a little too deep Oh, I've never been so aware of my need You keep on making me see It's way beyond me It's way beyond me Yeah, it's out of my Trading it all for the plans you got Is this so crazy to believe That you gave me the stars Put them out of my reach Call me the waters a little too deep Oh, I've never been so 
music of Toby Mac with Beyond Me. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. We're looking today at the topic, Living a Life of Great Expectation, Part 2. And keep in mind, uh, again, the Bible word hope, it's good to understand a clear definition. Again, too often I think many, many times believers will think of the word hope as meaning some sort of wish or often a weak wish, but the reality uh, is this. The correct uh, definition of Bible hope is great expectation, fully expecting God to do what he said he would do. So hope is great expectation, and we're wise to live a life of great expectation. That is fully expecting, fully trusting God to keep his word. I want to share with you again a, a prayer tool, which, of course, like I say. If, you, if you'd like to email us and get a copy, we're glad to get it to you. Uh, it's called Praying Daily for Your Spouse. That's the name of the article. And in the article, it has a prayer. One, the first one is the, a prayer for husbands to use to pray for their wives. And the second prayer is, of course, the prayer for a wife to use to pray for her husband. And as one, on, I normally do when I'm sharing this, I don't read the whole article. I simply pray through the husband's prayer but the wife's prayer for her husband is very similar in nature, as you can imagine. So at this time, we're going to take time to pray it through. Now, remember, when you pray this prayer or any prayer, you pray fully expecting God to keep his word, fully expecting God to do what you're asking him to do. Uh, the article again, the title, Praying Daily for Your Spouse. Husbands, the following prayer is a very fruitful prayer to pray for your wife every single day. Dear Heavenly Father, Thank you, Lord, for the gift my wife is to me, to our family, to the church, and to the kingdom of God. I thank you, and I praise you for her, dear Lord. Lord, bless my Lord today. Bless my wife indeed. Expand her territory. Cause your hand to be mightily upon her and keep her from evil that she may not cause pain. In Jesus' name, help me this day to be the full blessing to her that you want me to be. In Jesus' name, Lord, fill her today with joy peace, grace, and encouragement in the name of Jesus. Help her to walk in your love, your joy, and your peace. Help her to spend the time in your word and in prayer that you would like for her to spend today in Jesus' name. Help her to put you first in her life. Help her, Lord, to make no graven images. Help her to not take your name in vain. Help her, Lord, to remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Help her, Lord, to honor her father and her mother. Help her to value life. Help her to not steal. Help her to not commit adultery. Help her to tell the truth. Help her to not covet. In Jesus' name we do pray. And Father, Lord, empower her this day to fulfill all the call of God upon her life in the name of Jesus. Help her to live today as the living sacrifice you would have her to be for you and your will. Thank you, Lord, for hearing my prayer. And thank you again for the gift my wife is to me and to the kingdom of God. Dear Lord, bless her and keep her. Make your face to shine brightly upon her. Be gracious to her. Dear Lord, lift up your countenance upon her and give her your peace. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. And again, of course, the prayer, as I mentioned, the prayer the wife would pray for her husband is uh, almost identical, except it's just simply for the other spouse. So if you'd like to get a copy of the prayer, again, the title of the article that contains both the husband's prayer and the wife's prayer, the title of the article Praying daily for your spouse. Uh, just email me, joseph at afr.net. We'll be glad to get it to you again. Joseph at afr.net. We'll be glad to get it to you. 
The next article is entitled Psalm 91, A Powerful Weapon of Protection Through Life's Storms. Again, the title, Psalm 91, A Powerful Weapon of Protection Through Life's Storms. And once again, keep in mind when we pray the, the prayer based on Psalm 91, remember, pray with great expectation that God will fully hear and answer every request. Here's the article. Psalm 91, verses 1 and 2. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in Him I will trust. Again, Psalm 91, verses 1 and 2. In a perilous world, with perils such as diseases, the flu, the coronavirus, and many other tragic diseases, many are very fearful. In a world where inner cities and many other communities are simply dangerous places to be, dangerous places to live, with drug trafficking, human trafficking, muggings, murders, physical and sexual abuse, etc., where can people go to be safe? In 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1, it tells us, But know this, that in the last days perilous times will come. In a world where people have been shot in workplaces, schools, churches, stadiums, and in other places. Can we be safe and secure anywhere? Is there any way to be protected from the dangers and perils we see in the world around us? Well, actually, God in His Word did provide us with a powerful weapon for divine protection. This weapon is found in His Word in the book of Psalms. This particular weapon of divine protection is found specifically in Psalm 91. If believers will choose to pray Psalm 91 daily, and or speak the promises of Psalm 91 every day, the Lord, as we put this powerful psalm to work, can protect us mightily. Are you aware that there is a place in God, a secret place for believers who desire and believe God for divine protection? It's a place of protection and physical safety that God teaches us about in Psalm 91. There you find a collection of protection promises that form a powerful weapon of security and defense that only God can provide. We as believers are wise to confess these promises over our lives and our families every single day. Also, we're wise to pray using the wisdom and weapon, weapons, of, weapons of protection found in Psalm 91 every day. The following is one way to pray a prayer based on the wisdom and power in Psalm 91. Lord, thank you for all the persons we've lifted up today. Today we dwell in the secret place of the Most High, and so we abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Today we say of the Lord, You are our refuge and our fortress. Our God in You do we trust. Surely You deliver us from the fowler snare and from the noisome pestilence. You cover us with Your feathers, and under Your wings do we trust. Your truth is our shield and buckler. And so we are not afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flies by day, nor for the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor for the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at our side and ten thousand at our right hand, but it shall not come near us. Only with our eyes shall we look and see the reward of the wicked because we have made the Lord our refuge, even the most high habitation. No evil will befall us, nor shall any plague come near our dwelling. For you give your angels charge over us to keep us in all our ways." They bear us up in their hands, lest we dash a foot against a stone. We tread upon the lion and the cobra, the young lion and the serpent. We trample underfoot. Because we have set our love upon you, therefore you deliver us. You set us on high because we have known your name. 
We call upon you new answers. You are with us in trouble. You deliver us and honor us with long life. You satisfy us and show us your salvation. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Again, Psalm 91, the title of that article. Psalm 91, a powerful weapon of protection through life's storms. If you want to get a copy of the article, which does contain the prayer that we prayed based on Psalm 91, simply email us. Again, my email, joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. We're glad to get it to you. And keep in mind, we're encouraging every single listener, every believer to be wise enough to pray Psalm 91 every single day. Why is that so important? Because remember, we live in a crazy, dangerous world that's dangerous in so many ways, a world with so many perils and difficulties. Psalm 91 addresses every single peril, challenge, and storm we can go, we can, we can name. And so praying it every single day is just a wise way to live your lifestyle, praying Psalm 91 every day. And parents, we would encourage you to teach and train your children. Have them to memorize Psalm 91. Tell them, uh, you might tell them you'll give them $9.10 or $10 or whatever would motivate them to memorize it, but teaching them, teach them to memorize it and to pray it every single day. And God may use your child one day to not only save his or her life, but save their whole school's life as well. Remember, Psalm 91 is a powerful weapon, a powerful weapon for divine protection. We're wise to be praying it every single day. Now, let me remind you, too, uh, one of the prayer tools that we uh, do provide is called Kingdom Prayers, and it has a number of different prayers. We're encouraging you to email us to get a copy of it. It has a prayer for salvation. It also contains, uh, the, uh, it mentions the Lord's Prayer found in Matthew chapter 6. Uh, it contains the, the prayer of Jabez, which is a wise prayer for us to pray every single day. It also has the Prayer based on the Ten Commandments. We're wise to pray the Ten Commandments every single day of our lives as well. All the, a prayer for wisdom based on the wise prayer Solomon prayed as he asked God for wisdom to be the person God wanted him to be. That's contained there as well. The prayer found in Isaiah, Isaiah's prayer found in Isaiah chapter 6. Uh, the prayer where Isaiah basically said, Here am I, Lord, send me. That's a wise prayer to pray every day. We'll take a moment to pray it now. Father, thank you for all of us that are, all of our listeners and all of us today. Lord, here we are, Lord. We're available this day. Send us this day on many miracle missions for your glory. Use us mightily for your glory throughout this day. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. In Acts chapter 9, again, the prayer that the Apostle Paul prayed very soon, uh, very soon after he got saved on the road to Damascus, the prayer simply says, Here am I, Lord. What would you have me to do today? So we pray it now. Lord, thank you for all of us here today. Here we are, Lord. Lord, what do you want each one, what do you want each of us to do today? Help us to fully carry it out. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Uh, then there's the uh, another prayer, the prayer that Jehoshaphat prayed when his nation was in great peril. Then Psalm 91 is the ninth prayer. It's mentioned here. And then the final prayer is the prayer of blessing that Aaron, uh, God gave Aaron to pray over the children of Israel. Lord, thank you for all those that are part of our listening family and all those we've lifted up today. I thank you and I praise you for each and every one of us. The Lord bless each and every one of us and keep us. 
The Lord make his face to shine upon each and every one of us in the name of Jesus and be gracious to each and every one of us. The Lord lift up his countenance upon each and every one of us and give us his peace in Jesus' name. So they shall put my name on the children of Israel and I will bless them. Found in Numbers chapter 6 verses 24 through 27. Again, the title of the article that contains those 10 prayers is Kingdom Prayers. If you'd like to get a copy, simply email us, joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. Keep in mind, getting a prayer tool like this is a very wise thing to do because, again, it can help us to pray very fruitfully every single day. And keep in mind, all of us, as I mentioned earlier, all of us could use, use help, strength, and encouragement in our prayer lives every single one of us. And I would mention that uh, it'll be on the other side of the break before we do, but want to share a passage that we did share on the last broadcast as well, but a reminder of the wisdom of when we pray, pray with great expectation that God will fully hear and answer our every word in our every prayer. Again, uh, a story about Isaac and his two sons, Jacob and Esau and Jacob, his two twin sons. Thank you again, Father, for your word, which teaches us how to war. Thank you for your word, which teaches us how to grow and develop our faith. Thank you for your word, which teaches and instructs us to be students in the school of faith who never graduate. Lord, help us to be wise enough to always be seeking to develop our faith, to put our faith to work in every circumstance and every situation. And help us to be mindful, Lord, that Without faith, it's impossible to please you, as you told us in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. Father, help us to be a people that are daily seeking to not only put our faith to work, but to do exploits. Help us to recognize, Lord, that as believers, we're, we're really called upon to believe you for big things because we're not to stop at just simply using our faith for our own blessing and for our own family's blessing. But we're to believe you, Lord, to use us to do great things, to bless the world, to build the kingdom of God, to do the work of evangelism and discipleship. Lord, anoint us all afresh with the spirit of compassion and grace that we would more and more live lives full of ministry. And Lord, help us to be mindful that ministry is everywhere. Help us to be mindful that ministry is simply doing your will and that you have so much that you desire to happen in so many circumstances. Help us to live lifestyles of being available vessels. And Lord, more and more empower us to walk in your love, grace, and compassion. Help us to recognize that as we walk in your love, more and more we will see the world of need that, that is all around us everywhere we go. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession as we're today looking at the topic, Living a Life of Great Expectations, Part 2. We'll be right back. small, he sees great. When we speak down, 
Music from Forever Jones with Time to Believe. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. We're looking today at the topic, Living a Life of Great Expectation, Part 2. And we pick up now, reading in the book of Genesis, chapter 27, beginning at verse 1. One day, when Isaac was old and turning blind, he called for Esau, his older son, and said, My son, yes, father, Esau replied. I am an old man now, Isaac said, and I don't know when I may die. Take your bow and a quiver full of arrows and go out into the open country to hunt some wild game for me. Prepare my favorite dish and bring it here for me to eat. Then I will pronounce the blessing that belongs to you, my firstborn son, before I die. But Rebekah overheard what Isaac had said to his son Esau. So when Esau left to hunt for the wild game, she said to her son Jacob, Listen, I overheard your father say to Esau, Bring me some wild game and prepare me a delicious meal. Then I will bless you in the Lord's presence before I die. Now, my son, listen to me. Do exactly as I tell you. Go out to the flocks. And bring me two fine young goats. I'll use them to prepare your father's favorite dish. Then take the food to your father so he can eat it and bless you before he dies. But look, Jacob replied to Rebekah, my brother Esau is a hairy man and my skin is smooth. What if my father touches me? He'll see that I'm trying to trick him and then he'll curse me instead of blessing me. But his mother replied, Then let the curse fall on me, my son. Just do what I tell you. Go out and get the goats for me. So Jacob went out and got the young goats for his mother. Rebekah took them and prepared a delicious meal, just the way Isaac liked it. Then she took Esau's favorite clothes, which were there in the house, and gave them to her younger son, Jacob. She covered his arms and the smooth part of she, she covered his arms and the smooth part of his neck with the skin of the young goats. Then she gave Jacob the delicious meal, including freshly baked bread. So Jacob took the food to his father. My father, he said. Yes, my son, Isaac answered. Who are you? Esau or Jacob? Jacob replied, It's Esau, your firstborn son. I've done as you told me. Here is the wild game. Now sit up and eat it 
so you can give me your blessing. Isaac asked, How did you find it so quickly, my son? The Lord your God put it in my path, Jacob replied. Then Isaac said to Jacob, Come close so I can touch you and make sure that you really are Esau. So Jacob went closer to his father, and Isaac touched him. The voice is Jacob's, but the hands are Esau's, Isaac said. But he did not recognize Jacob, because Jacob's hands felt hairy, just like Esau's. So Isaac prepared to bless Jacob. But are you really my son Esau, he asked. Yes, I am, Jacob replied. Then Isaac said, Now, my son, bring me the wild game. Let me eat it, and then I will give you my blessing. So Jacob took the food to his father, and Isaac ate it. He also drank the wine that Jacob served him. Then Isaac said to Jacob, Please come a little closer and kiss me, my son. So Jacob went over and kissed him. And when Isaac caught the smell of his clothes, he was finally convinced and he blessed his son. He said, Ah, the smell of my son is like the smell of the outdoors, which the Lord has blessed from the dew of heaven and the richness of the earth. May God always give you abundant harvest of grain and bountiful new wine. May many nations come, may many nations become your servants, and may they bow down to you. May you be the master over your brethren. And may your mother's sons bow down to you. All who curse you will be cursed, and all who bless you will be blessed. As soon as Isaac had finished blessing Jacob, and almost before Jacob had left his father, Esau returned from his hunt. Esau prepared a delicious meal and brought it to his father. Then he said, Sit up, my father, and eat my wild game, so you can give me your blessing. But Isaac asked him, who are you? Esau replied, It's your son, your firstborn son, Esau. Isaac began to tremble uncontrollably and said, Then who just served me wild game? I have already eaten it, and I blessed him just before you came. And yes, that blessing must stand. Then Esau, excuse me, when Esau heard his father's words, he let out, he let out, a loud cry, excuse me, he let out a loud and bitter cry. Oh, my father, what about me? Bless me too, he begged. But Isaac said, your brother was here and he tricked me. He has taken away your blessing. Esau exclaimed, no wonder his name is Jacob, for now he has cheated me twice. First, he took my rights as the firstborn and now he has stolen my blessing. Oh, haven't you saved even one blessing for me? Isaac said to Esau, I have made Jacob your master and have declared that all his brothers will be his servants. I have guaranteed him an abundance of grain and wine. What is left for me to give you, my son? Esau pleaded, But do you have only one blessing? Oh, my father, bless me too. Then Esau broke down and wept. Finally, his father Isaac said to him, You will live away from the richness of the earth and away from the dew of the heaven above. You will live by your sword and you will serve your brother. But when you decide to break free, you will shake his yoke from your neck.
From that time on, Esau hated Jacob because their father had given Jacob the blessing. And Esau began to scheme, I will soon be mourning my father's death. Then I will kill my brother Jacob. But Rebekah heard about Esau's plans. So she sent for Jacob and told him, Listen, Esau is consoling himself by plotting to kill you. So listen carefully, my son. Get ready and flee to my brother Laban in Haran. Stay there with him until your brother cools off. When he calms down and forgets what you have done to him, I will send for you to come back. Why should I lose both of you in one day? Then Rebekah said to Isaac, I'm sick and tired of these local Hittite women. I would rather die than see Jacob my I would rather die than see Jacob marry one of them. Verses 1 through 46, all of Genesis chapter 27. Again, a very powerful chapter with some very powerful insights. And again, one of the outstanding, one of many outstanding truths and insights from this chapter is that apparently Isaac, when Isaac prayed, things happened. And apparently Rebecca knew it and Jacob knew it and Esau knew it. So all of them desired to obtain the blessing. All of them wanted to see the blessing go forth. Well, Rebecca wanted it for Jacob. Jacob wanted it for himself. Esau wanted it for himself. Why? Because things happened when Isaac prayed. And when Isaac prayed, he prayed with great expectation that once he prayed in faith, it was as good as done. What a wise way to pray. Fully, as we pray according to the Word of God, the Bible lets us know that the Word of God is the will of God. And so as we pray according to God's Word, we can know that God has heard us and we can fully expect that prayer, those prayers to be answered. We should pray with great expectation that God hears and answers our every prayer. And we're always to pray in line with the Word of God, never contradicting it, because remember, God is never going to violate His Word. So the best way to pray is to pray in line with the powerful Word of God. Father, thank you, Lord, again for the example, the insights, the truths we can learn as we read about and learn about the prayer life and the faith life of Isaac. Though Scripture may not seem to have a whole lot about Isaac, we do learn that he was a great man of faith and a great man of prayer. Father, help us to be wise enough to learn important prayer life lessons from Isaac and help us more and more empower us to be a people that pray with great expectation that you will hear and answer our every prayer. Help us to be mindful, Lord, that, again, there's so much you're ready to do for us. You told us in your word, ask and it will be given. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened. Father, anoint us all afresh with the spirit of prayer and stir us more and more to be the praying church that you would have us to be. Help us to recognize that there's so much work to be done in the world. And as we, your church, do it, your will is done. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession, as we normally do before we end the broadcast. If you're listening today and you've never invited Jesus Christ to come into your heart as Lord and Savior. Today is a great day to make that very important step. Before we invite you to, to pray this prayer with us, though, remember, if you'd like to email us to get copies of the articles we shared, we'll be glad to do that. Again, any of the articles that we shared, we're glad to share them with you. Simply ask for the title, or you can just say, I'd like to get the articles that were shared on the broadcast today, but simply email us at joseph at afr.net. 
to get those articles. Again, joseph at afr.net. We'll be glad to get them to you. Well, as we normally do before we end the broadcast, if you're listening today and you've never made the eternally important decision of asking Jesus Christ to come into your heart to be the Lord and Savior of your life, would you make that step today? If you'd like to make that step, would you simply from your heart pray this prayer with us even now? Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me so much that you came into this world a long time ago. You lived, you died on the cross to pay for my sins. Three days later, you rose up from the dead so that I could be saved. Lord, I confess I've sinned. I've sinned and done wrong in many, many ways. Lord, by faith, I repent and I turn from all the wrong I've done. Forgive me, Lord, for all the wrong things I've done. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be the Lord and Savior of my life. You said in your word, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Right now, Lord, I'm calling on your name. Lord, save me. Fill me with your spirit. Help me to follow you all my life. Help me, Lord, to read your word every day. Help me to pray every day. Help me to obey your word and live it every single day. Thank you, Lord, for hearing me. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer today, then again, we're very much wanting to connect with you, to be in touch with you. We'd like to share with you some literature and some spiritual growth resources that will help you to begin to grow, grow and grow up strong and vibrant in your new walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. We very much would like to be in touch with you for that purpose. Once again, that email joseph at afr.net. If you pray to receive Christ, please let us hear from you. Again, joseph at afr.net. And once again, if you'd like to get copies of any of the articles that we shared today, the articles, the article titles included Praying Daily for Your Spouse. Again, one of the topics, one of the titles, Praying Daily for Your Spouse. Another topic entitled Psalm 91, A Powerful Weapon of Protection Through Life Storms. And then the the final one is entitled Kingdom Prayers, a compilation of 10 Bible-based prayers that we're wise to pray every single day. Again, the title Kingdom Prayers. Again, my email, joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. We'll be glad to get any or all the articles we shared today to you. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time for the Hour of Intercession. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast do not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.